Here we go. Welcome back. This is Only the Important Stuff. I'm your host, Jeff Heinrich. Uh, this is episode six, guest number five. Today we are welcoming in my one and only real brother, Mr. Justin Heinrich. Welcome to the pod, brother. What's going on? Thanks, brother. Just living, man. Just living. Excited to be here. Living the dream. Living the dream. Some people call it that, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know. First question, I ask everybody, what you drinking tonight? I mean, death, taxes, and me drinking Natterdays. Fucking Natterdays for my boy. <laughs> well, in honor of you, I drink, I'm drinking the only Natterday I could find in my fridge. There you go. Which is these uh, the red, white, and blue ones. So... If you hear me choking in the next 20 minutes, it's because I'm trying to get this down. So I apologize. I apologize to those that are listening. All right. Well, Justin, I'm super excited you're here, man, um, and that you uh, could make make time for this. Um, you know, obviously, we have a ton of shared past and history and, you know, experiences that we can talk about. Um yeah, as I'm kind of going through this with everybody, I think, you know, I, I do a little bit of an intro. So, uh, are you excited for yours? I hope so. I am. I'm interested to see where it goes. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you've heard some of the stories, right? Like when I, some of them are from your wedding speech, you know, I mean, so it's, I'm not, I'm not breaking any ground here, but, um, Justin, um, is my little brother. He's, He's what we call our uh, our oops caboose, our blessing in disguise. Um, he's twelve years younger than me, so you know we didn't necessarily grow up together. Um, but I have a ton of funny stories from him when he was a child growing up. That uh, me and my friends just we love to to joke around about. Um, but some couple things about Justin, just for the listening audience, uh, he's a founding member and president. Of the Indian Club, which met met at uh, what what time did it meet? Five a.m. It was early. I never went, but it was early. <laughs> Five a.m. Tuesdays in the North Gym. He made all my friends sign sign the sign the sign yep. up, and we had to uh, be in attendance. But yes, we never met actually, so I, I, we never really knew what the club was. But yeah, founding member and president of the Indian Club. He had an imaginary friend. Named? Oh God! Come it on! How do you not remember this? It was a pig. It was a pig. Oh man! I'll jog your memory. Yeah. His name Tuffy the pig. There we go. <laughs> Tuffy. <clears throat> I mean, it was so memorable to my friends that it was referenced in the speech the best man at my wedding yep. gave. That's a good one by Chuck. <laughs> um, you used to get in trouble as a child when we lived at old 915 and uh dad would make you go sit on the steps as punishment mm -hmm. and in order to alleviate the pain of being in trouble you would sing through tears frosty the snowman yeah. regardless of time of year tons of correct correct didn't matter what time of year it, was. it could have been 100 degrees outside you're sitting there in your whitey tighties just crying forcing out Frosty the Snowman, but it calmed you down, so, hey, whatever it takes, right? Whatever works. <laughs> um, he's a terrible texter. Bad at the phone, just overall. 
bad at it. Why? I don't. I'm, Why? I don't know. Um, it's always in your hand. That's correct. I mute almost every conversation I'm in, which is part of the issue. So if I don't see it come through while I'm looking at it, it just disappears into the ether until I get in there. I mean, that's just a slap in the face. It's almost <laughs> every group. Not individuals, but if it's a group, it's almost everyone. Do they all know this? I think most people Are do. Are we breaking news here? I don't think so. I think most people do. Because I ask all, I've asked all of your friends why you're so bad at this. And they're like, we don't know. <laughs> If it's a group text, for sure, get, almost always getting muted. But individuals, no. Okay. No. It's probably why you respond when like people are like, "What? what's he doing? And I just text you on the side. And then you're like, oh, yep, I'll hop yeah. or I'll do whatever. <laughs> God, dude. Are you that popular? No. I can't believe you Oh, are. God, no. I have almost no friends. There's like five, maybe. <laughs> that's That's a lie. The busiest man in America. You went to, uh, I mean, you live the true life of wedding season, right? I mean, it's fucking wedding season, and it's on for you guys. You go to like 100 a year. This year was a little better, but yeah, what was it? 2021, it was like two or three a month. Now, that was coming out of COVID, so there's a lot of people that, you know, postponed maybe Still. In a, a year or so. But yeah, that was tough. That was a, that was a long summer. I mean, you know you can say no. Oh, I know. Like, you don't have to go to every I wedding. Know. <laughs> I know. You can just buy people a gift. Yeah. And not attend. Sometimes I sometimes I wish we would just go that route. It'd be a lot easier. <laughs> oh, Christ. Um, your nickname is Hind Time. Can you explain that for me? Or one of them, apparently. I don't know. Well. Are there more? That's like my, I don't know, my, is, is that even my gamer tag anymore? I tried to switch it because mm -hmm. I had a terrible one that I made when I was yeah. like 12. Uh, and that stuck yep. with me forever. So I tried to change it. I think it mm -hmm. has switched now. I'm not 100% sure if everybody sees it or if it's just certain people. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, when I got to college, um, you know, you were high in e in college. They just dropped the Y. Uh, and I became Hein because right. apparently two syllables is just one too many for a nickname. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It to is ask. a lot. I will give it that. Uh, so yeah, that that's stuck. Almost no one calls me Justin, except for Courtney, my wife. No, I've noticed that. Pretty, yeah, family and that. Courtney. That's pretty much it. Um, like it, it's just. Again, it's two syllables. People just apparently don't like two syllables. Mm -hmm. They won't go just in. I've heard you called just. That does happen. Um, That's less frequent. Hind is definitely the most. The most for sure. Okay. So Hind Time is not necessarily your nickname. I wouldn't say so. No, it's more of like but, a gamer tag screen name. But like, I forget who I was talking to. And they were like, there's a reason we call him Hind Time. And it was strictly because you're the slowest person on the fucking planet. Oh, I eat. I'm terrible. It takes me twice yeah. as long to eat a meal as any other human on the face of the earth. Not me, but yes. Fair. Why Run. do you think that is? Like, because it was the same for me. I and my friends will attest they'll hear this and they're going to be like, oh my God, there's no way 
that your brother is slower than you, Jeff. But it's true. Shocking, I know. Um, but I used to, I mean, like, we they'd make me order first, like when we were on right. school trips uh, for games because they knew it just took me for fucking ever to eat. Um, but why? I wonder, like, why do you think that is? Because my, my wife eats fast. Like, everybody I know eats fast. Same. We just suck at it. Same. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't remember ever being told to, like, slow down growing up. No. Or anything like that. Um, I mean, you were in the military for, you know, a while where you had. I got a lot better. Yeah, you had a, you know, set amount of time to get yep. whatever food you could down. Yeah, down your goal. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, man. That's, because I don't think I play with my food that much. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wish I could pinpoint it, but. You know, they say it's better for your health. I don't know if that's, you know, true or not. No, because you still eat a lot. Yeah, I still eat more than I should, but I guess I don't know. I'd be a terrible competitive eater. Oh, man. Yeah, for sure. Any kind of contest, I would be dead last. You'd lose to a baby. Yeah, probably. Without, I mean, they wouldn't even need to. Without question. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I always, I always attributed it to, like, dad. And his, you know, no talking with your mouth full, you know, no chewing, you know, don't chew with your mouth open, like, but then he would, like, try to talk to you. So it was, like, this weird mix of you're trying to hold a conversation but also eating and not being able to speak while you have food in your mouth. But then, like, we also, like, didn't talk a lot at dinner. (laughs) So, like, I feel like that theory that I have in the back of my head is false. I could. I mean, I definitely. That was real. You did not talk with food in your mouth for sure. Like, nope. You got maybe one time when you were like four. He was like, "Okay, that's that's it. You yeah. used it. You don't get another one." <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> that could be it. And it mean to be as transparent as we can here. People don't I need people to understand. Like, I would rather be trying to have a conversation with a dentist with teeth in my mouth, like with stuff in my mouth, than open my mouth with food in it and talk to that. <laughs> Correct. It would not go well. No. He had so many weird, uh, and I shouldn't call them weird. They're just good manners. Right. But he, God, he hated ta- bad table manners. I remember like prepping my wife Yeah. for the first time she ever met him. Like, here's the deal. Don't talk with food in your mouth. Don't chew with your mouth open. Don't bite your silverware. Like, biting your silverware was dad's, like. Send him through the roof. I mean, you should, yeah, you should just never come back. Yeah. Um, elbows on the table. Elbows on the table was a big one. Uh, slurping. I used to get, like, mm, yeah, God. <laughs> we didn't need a lot of soup, no. if people are wondering. <laughs> soup was not uh, on the rotation of our, our family meals because my dad hated the sound of it. <laughs> Christ. I, dude, going back God, to – I can't remember who it was. It might have been even on on uh, Bennett's pod uh, where you were explaining the first mm-hmm. time Jen met dad. I was the same way with Courtney. Yeah. yeah. I remember where we were, and at the end of it, she was like, your dad is – Sweetheart, and I was like, "What? Right. What? What did you just say?" <laughs> yeah, who? 
how come you knew that guy? <laughs> it's the same though. Like I, I, I prepared my wife. Like yep. he, you know, he's for a non-military guy. He was like, it was like he was in the military. Um, you know, and I know you talk to mom. You'll talk to mom, and she'll tell you, well, it's because he, you know, had three brothers, and you know, they were. He was the youngest. They were hard on him, you know, and he, there's a ton of excuses, and I, I'm sure they're honest. I mean, they're legit, yeah. but, um, yeah, he was just not that guy. And then other people meet him, and they're like, no, he's the greatest guy we've ever met. It's like, ah. I mean, I liked him too, obviously, yeah. but <laughs> it's like, geez, that was not our experience, to say the least, especially at the fucking dinner table. Yeah, man. dinner table God, was the worst. damn it. Outside of that, I mean, he was... He was awesome, but the dinner table was that was tough. Which makes me wonder, like, tough. why didn't we try and get off out of there sooner? Correct. Like you'd think we'd want to just get it that's down and about... go. Yes, <laughs> that's where I get to that theory. Like it doesn't hold any water when I think about it. Like critically, it just doesn't track. But like you also weren't allowed to leave. That's true. It might have been different for you, but like Jen and I weren't allowed to leave if we were done. No, I had to ask to be. Like excused. we all had to sit there. Yeah. If you want to go to the bathroom, I mean, you had to go to the bathroom or something. Ask to be excused and you're mm-hmm. done. You know, clean up your area and take to the kitchen. And, yep. You know. God. Are you... So two things. One, this Natterday is just fucking awful. Um, <laughs> two, do you carry any of those, like, weird traits with you from, like, with eating? In terms of... Like, things that bug oh, you? Oh, yeah, pet peeves, yeah. 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 Like what? I mean, they're the same. I don't mind about, I don't really care about elbows. Okay. Elbows are, you know, Me whatever. But chewing with your mouth open. Um, Can't stand it. So biting silverware, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, obviously, if you have a mouthful of food, don't talk. But as long as yeah. someone, if you're like, if they're responding to a question, like one or two words, and they cover their mouth when they right. do it. I don't care. As yeah. long as it's not like flying yeah. out when they're responding. Correct. Right. Yeah, like Jen for Jen my wife, uh not Jen our sister. Um which is confusing to yes. some. Um she, like when we first got together, we would go out to eat and you order your food and you get your food and like I'll take a bite and it's literally the first bite of my meal and it's I just taken it it's in my mouth and she asked me how is it and I just sit there for like 10 seconds like until I can swallow it I'm like one it's the first bite so you got to give me a second two like why ask a question right as it comes in and like waiters and waitresses do that too and I don't understand it's like how about you ask someone something when they're not shoving food in their fucking face? That is a pet peeve of mine. When they come around. Thank like, you. How is it? And I'm like, use your context clues here. You can see we haven't started this meal. <laughs> right. Just ask, did everything come out okay? Like, right. is everything here that you ordered? That would, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yes. I hate that. Do you have a napkin? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't ask me how it is as it's in my as I'm putting it in right. my mouth. Oh fucking hey, man. Yeah, I'm uh I'm big on the the chewing with your mouth open. 
I don't like the silverware thing. That's less of a thing for me, but I don't I don't care as much. But I, when I hear it, I I shouldn't say that. Not a lot of people do it for no. one, which was weird that it was one of Dad's big hangups. Um, but when I hear it, it's definitely noticeable, and I'm just like, oh, who does that? Right? Doesn't that hurt your teeth? <laughs> yeah, it's like people don't chew on tinfoil for a reason. Like, doesn't feel good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ugh, crazy. Um, so being on Ben's podcast, you know, he's mentioned like a couple times where, you know, they just heard all these stories from you about me. So I'm curious what some of those were. <laughs> I mean, you name it, right? Because when did you, I guess, when did you, how old was I when you joined? service well i'd have been 23 so you were 11 yeah 11 i mean it so still pretty but i was gone before yeah, that, were... right like i was gone when you were eight seven eight yeah it would have been yeah maybe even maybe six or seven. college right uh i think that probably played the biggest role in like all those stories like if you heard the saying like if you heard a story about bo jackson it's probably true Mm-hmm. I think it was just the opposite for you. Because <laughs> I was, I was sure. just like, my brother throws 105 miles an hour. He's the best baseball player ever. Uh, false, false. <laughs> he Keep he going. was like, you know, you name it. He he was a soldier of the year, which you were. I, that was that true. That was true. But I always tell people it was for the entire army. Across the board. Across the yes. board. At all, every two hundred and seventy thousand yep. soldiers. You were the one. I was the one. <laughs> I was one of twelve. Yeah, I will give it that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think there was just like a little bit of folklore, I guess, because you, know, sure. you were gone by the time you and Jen yeah. were gone by the time that I was, you know, six or seven. So Jen was gone a long time before. I mean, when I was three. Yeah. Um. Yeah, easily. So I think that that's the biggest, you know, part of it. And back then, you know, we only, I only saw you when you were playing baseball. Like we'd go to Augie or, I mean, holidays you'd come home, but um, you were busy. I was in, you know, a ton of sports. So mom and dad are doing that too. Mm-hmm. I think it was just, you know, the fact that we didn't grow up together played into the, you know, the right. vast majority of that. Yeah. I just wondered if there was, and and they were some tall tales. I, I threw 105 apparently, mm-hmm. which would have been fucking awesome. That would have been pretty sweet. <laughs> I did throw hard, just not that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So then, when Ben tells the story of when I punched you in the chest, it's like, oh, geez, that's a bad one. I yeah, I remember that. I mean, vividly, obviously. Um, <laughs> it, but and I can't remember. I shouldn't should not have touched the discard pile. A mistake nope. number one. A, but as I keep hearing it, I, I'm trying to remember if I had already folded at that point. You did. I had folded. Still not yep, a good. You're still not a good move. But I was no. going to say that would be just a dumbass move on my part if I still had cards. If you were still in, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah, you had folded. Okay. You were out of the hand, but. 
from my perspective, you are gaining an edge on your on the people that you're playing with, right? And like seeing, okay, what are they folding here, right? right. When they're not giving it up, um, helps you understand like you know what they're willing to stay in on versus what they're not, right? And, you know, when would they bluff? When would they not? You know, and yeah, and was it an overreaction? No, but. Do I regret doing that in front of a bunch of 13-year-olds? Yeah. I, I mean, Ben's not the only one. That was a lot of my friends' first interactions with you. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I feel a little bad about that. And in my defense, and Ben Ben did say that, uh, obviously I wanted to be there for your birthday, but, you know, as a 25-year-old on leave who's been keyed up for the last two years, yeah, it's a little tough to sit in a basement uh, with some thirteen-year-olds and watch them play shitty poker yeah. and oh, and yeah, get drunk by yourself. None of us had any <laughs> idea what we were doing. No. Like you're explaining the game as we're going. <laughs> Hell of a birthday, though. Yep. Well, good. I'm glad it was a good one. It's one of the few that I like, glad it was have a, a memory of. Isn't that weird? It is. Like you know, presents are presents for because I remember part. going to like some of them. I remember going to one at like the Bowmore when you were really little, like eight, seven or eight. Yeah. Nope, no recollection but, of that. Yeah, like I mean, I don't remember birthday parties except for when Dad kicked the dog. Right. <laughs> it turns out it's just traumatic events. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we remember our birthdays in the Heinrich family, folks. So. <laughs> so yeah, you know, let your kids come to our kids' birthday parties, and they might witness something insane. They will remember it though. Oh Christ, that's good. And I mean, like, I I definitely, and I, I'm trying to figure out the right way to frame this, but like, I would return the favor in a in a sense to you with respect to Tall Tales. I mean, like, to me, you were the greatest athlete to ever like exist in Fairmont. And I know that's not true. Um, but man, like watching you grow up and like play the play sports, you know, play football, basketball. I mean, I'll be honest, you weren't great at baseball. No. But <laughs> couldn't hit a curveball. <laughs> Once I started throwing curveballs, I was out. Yeah. But I was always shocked you never like pitched. Because you have an arm. That's what everybody that's ever met me says. Why didn't you? Like, what What was the hang-up there? I don't know. Well, I, part of the issue with football, too. Throw a ball a long ways. Throw it pretty hard. Wasn't the most accurate guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in baseball, it has to be even more precise. Right. Uh, so that was mainly why I stopped doing it, because I, I didn't like walking four guys in a row and getting pulled. <laughs> yeah, it's... That's tough. That's tough. And we had. That's a tough one, though. You had tie. Well, and we, I mean, we had a really good class in baseball. The class above us was really good. Um, and they, mm-hmm. we had a bunch of arms. I mean, not all of them were, you know, coming out throwing heat, but they could get yeah. the job done when they needed to if they were called upon. Um, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let those guys handle it. I like playing first. Uh, Mm-hmm. I also couldn't field the ground ball. That was an issue. So they moved to the outfield. 
that I was I was okay at that because I could throw a ball a long ways. You don't have to be very accurate with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Couldn't hit a curveball. Couldn't throw. Couldn't feel the ground ball. Couldn't couldn't throw accurately. Correct. But hey, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. But no, you were a you were a dynamite football player and a dynamite basketball player. Um, and it was a hell of a lot of fun, like going to games and watching you play. Um, and I was definitely like the opposite of dad when you were growing up. Like when I showed up, like people knew I was in the fucking stands. Like I was yelling. Oh yeah, talking shit. Like yelling at refs. Like yep. I'm the guy everyone fucking hate. Like that I hate. I was the guy that I hated now. That I hate now. That took a lot to get out. Um. I blame it on the Natterday. Yeah, but I acted I acted very um aggressively at that age, like when I was watching you play. Um Yeah. There was one game. I kinda regret that a little now. There was one game yep. in Hay I don't remember if we were playing Hayfield. <laughs> or if it was just like a tournament there or something, but I was I think I was a ninth grader. It must have been a single game. Um, and there was this ref there, t- tiny gym, maybe 100, 100 people there because it's the, you know, B-Squad game. Varsity doesn't play, to, you yeah. know, for a few hours. So there's nobody there except parents. Um, and there's some ref who's got, you know, slick back, jet black hair, uh, super tight shirt. Um, you know, he's very enthusiastic when he's making calls. And I remember he threw a pass to his partner. He wasn't even, I, mean, I don't even think he was a bad ref. He maybe he's made some bad calls throughout the game, but I, none of that sticks out. But he threw a pass to his partner on the baseline and he like spun it around the lane off the wall mm-hmm. to his partner. Good pass. It did exactly what he wanted it to do. And you were like, this, yep. this isn't your show, buddy. <laughs> and he turns around, he turns around. <laughs> And there's no, I mean, it's just you and I mean, you and mom in the stand. <laughs> there's no one else there. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you know, one more word, and you're out of here. And you're like, okay, fair. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was great. Well, I mean, I was embarrassed in the moment, probably. Yeah, but I thought it was great. And it just added to the lore of uh, you. <laughs> right. No, I mean, I'd show up to holiday tournaments and I'd let it rip. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, it was uh, it was definitely my mo back then. So, and it's not what I uh, it's not what I do now. Now I just sit there quietly and watch the games, and occasionally I'll, you know, yell at whoever I am, like on the other side, right? Like if I see somebody who's doing that type of shit, right. like then I'll yell at them and I'll tell them to sit the fuck down and shut up. <laughs> Um, why do you care so much about eight-year-old football? Blah blah blah. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun watching, man. And uh, yeah, and that carried on through college. You know, I know you didn't uh, have as probably as good of an experience as you would have liked, like on the field. But I'm sure you had fun there. I don't know. Like, how did you? 
What's your take on college sports? Because I know, like, for me, like, when I got there, like, I enjoyed it to a point, but it very quickly became a job that you had to do. And all the shit you had to do wore on you and just made it just made it not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Yeah, I mean, some of that, I think, plays into every every college athlete's, you know, experience. And I think part of that, or, you know, a lot of that is the reason why some of them don't make it through their whole career. Because, you know, you lose the enjoyment at some point. Um, And I remember dad Mm -hmm. telling me that when I was trying to decide if I wanted to play basketball or football in college. I was lucky enough to have a lot of opportunities to do both. Um, Yeah. Individually would never have wanted to try and do both sports at both at the same time. At the same time, that would have been a nightmare. Uh, But he, you know, he's like, you don't love it. Don't do it because you're going to, you're going to hate it at the end and you're going to quit. And at that point I had fallen out of love with basketball, which I would argue I was better at um, Mm -hmm. than football. But he always told me, like, if you're, you don't love this, you're not going to last. And right, I mean, I, I almost wanted to quit in high school, you know, at certain points. Uh, sure. But that's why, yeah, that's why I went football, and I had a great experience. I, you know, met all my life, you know, all my lifelong friends. Right. Um, and a lot of those guys I lived with, I think, helped make it feel like it wasn't a job because we were all very come to you know the weight room and you know doing stuff outside of practice to get better worked a little better for them than it did for me (laughs) um yeah but i think that also helps too if you come in with a class that Mm -hmm. you get unlucky and you know you live with a couple kids who end up leaving after one or two years i think you're much more likely to leave right Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. It definitely impacts your experience. Um, I know like I, I got lucky and came in with a class of, you know, eight, seven studs and eight dudes. One of them left after his freshman year, but you know, the rest of us kind of stuck around the rest of the time. And I mean, still friends with most of them. Um, you know, but it, it does definitely help. And it, you know, I'm sure, you know, from my perspective, I, I, I would imagine, having more on-field success probably would have made it more fun, right? Um, at the Towards the end, you know, definitely, like, when you're a freshman, you're still just, like, green. And, oh, you don't know up from down. You know, everything. No. Like, I, I was learning baseball my freshman year. Like, okay. holy shit, this is what baseball is, right? Um, compared to, the you know, the experiences I had in Fairmont and – you know, by the time I was a junior, I finally had it figured out. And, you know, that was a great year. And then you get hurt. And then your senior year, it's just like, ugh, you know, you're struggling through. I was struggling through every weekend, you know, popping 10 Advil before every game in the event that I had to come in and close. And, you know, arm hanging off the off the side of your body like it's, you know, just a wet noodle. And, you know, and obviously then the performance, like, reflected that. Like, I'd get in and. You know, the pop was gone, and sometimes you'd 
work your way through an order and you know have some success. The other times it was three pitches, two home runs, and a double off the wall. And you're like, well, my day's done. <laughs> yep, <laughs> time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, going back to yeah, what you uh, just said. I mean, I didn't know shit about football when I got to Augie. It's crazy, mm-hmm. like looking back on how much I, and I and I loved our coaches in high school, but we were just more athletic than the other teams, and for the most part, right. And you know, it was either blocked down or you know you're pulling or you know it wasn't like there was no schemes to like that they needed to instill upon us. We knew what our job was. We didn't know why right. we were doing it. Um, yeah. And then once you get to college, you have to know that stuff, which is super interesting, but also just crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, at that level, it's got to be more, that's got to be more of the game than anything, right? Is like understanding what to do in certain situations and how to direct, from your perspective as a quarterback. Yeah. That's got to be more important than anything, right? Like what the coverages mean and all that shit. And like you didn't, you don't learn that stuff in high school. So you spent two years essentially getting reacquainted with it. Right. Well, and, you know, that's what we could do a whole other podcast on on that specific <laughs> subject. That could go a lot. For of, sure. But, and we don't need to. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, I was lucky enough that coaches I had here were very dependent on good quarterback play in terms of, getting you and getting the team in the right situation. So we had a lot of freedom to change plays at the line, you know, going to hurry up if we thought we needed to, you know, hot route receivers, all that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Change a run, you know, flip a run play, change a run play. And if you don't know everybody's job and why, you know, certain defenses that dictate all that stuff, you can't do it. So, Learning curve right. is sharp. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of dad saying, like, you got to love it, right, in order to, like, make it a thing. And you said, like, you almost quit basketball. Was that because he was as hard as you on uh, – harder on you in basketball? I think I – I mean, I'm sure that had something to do with it. Why were you falling out of love with basketball? I'm sure that had something to do with it subconsciously. Uh, I was also just kind of an ass. Um, Okay. (laughs) In terms of if I didn't play well, I tried not to like show emotion or, you know, act like, like try and be cool and act like I didn't care. Uh, And he, he was my dad. He was our dad. He wanted us to do well. He would try and ask me, you know, what do you think you could have done better? And I'd be like, I don't know. You know, but I was a 16, 17-year-old dumbass. Um, mm. He was just trying to, you know, get the best out of me, which I think most dads would want to do. Um, right. But I think I just got burnt out for the most part. I played AU only one year, and that was, I think, too much for me. And I missed all of my mm-hmm. Legion baseball season going into our senior year. I was gone all summer. And by the time mm-hmm. football got there, I was just, or by the time basketball season started, I was just burnt out. Yeah. Were you playing AAU like during football season too? No, that ended early 
or June? Maybe late July okay. even. I don't even know if it went into August. Um, okay. But yeah, we were traveling all over. It was a great opportunity. Um, yeah. Mom and dad sacrificed a lot to let me do that. Um, yeah. And, and that was, you know, there's just a lot of basketball. Driving to Minneapolis or Rochester three times a week for practice and then traveling every weekend. Jesus. It was a lot. Yeah, that is. I mean, it's a lot in Fairmont. Yeah. Then just tack on all the travel time and all the shit that you guys were doing on top of that. Yeah. Man. Uh, ugh. Yeah. Yucky. <laughs> well, like you mentioned, like, you know, as any dad would want, right? Um, you're about to have a kid. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you excited? Yeah, excited, nervous. Um, mm-hmm. You know, all the run the gamut of emotions on that, but yeah, m- mainly excited. Yep. You know, we'll okay. figure out the rest okay. of it as we go, right? That's what everybody says. Yeah. Um, I did this with Ben. Did you listen to that episode? Mm-hmm. If you didn't, it's okay. Um, but I think this will be fun for you too, right? Because you're. Shit, three months away. No. A little less. Two? two? Yeah, a little less. A little less um, yeah. So, yeah. So, like, what kind of dad do you think you're going to be? Like, what are your, what are your general thought pro- thoughts on, like, being a dad and, like, how you're going to try to raise your kids? And, yeah. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. I mean, I hadn't really started thinking about it until I listened to the episode with Ben yesterday. Um Hmm. I mean, obviously, I have ideas of, you know, what I, I guess what I want to do with them. But at the end of the day, it's I think you made a good point, and I had never thought of this of how Dad was always like the bad, quote unquote, bad guy. Um, yeah, telling you no. You know, handled all the discipline, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. But uh, my wife, Courtney, I love her to death, but she will be the biggest baby when it comes to our kids, I believe. Um, so I think I'm going to have to handle mm-hmm. most of it. Uh, yeah. Which is fine, but I do think there is points where I'm, you're gonna, I'm gonna have to tell her I can't handle this one. You know, I did the last few. Mm-hmm. This one's on you. Right. Similar to what you, you know, yeah. why you got to bring that up to Jen. I think that's a good move. Because otherwise, it's a slippery slope. 100%. Well, and there's always the natural, you know, you're you're just your dad. You're the big male figure in the house. And you're going to be louder. You're going to have a deeper voice. You know, it's there's always going to be some of that intimidation, like, walking around. And so I know I've, like, tried to be super careful. Um. And pick and choose my moments where I have to come down on things. Right. In a, in a like, I'm not happy fashion. You know, otherwise I, I try to spend most of the time like trying to talk them through situations. And, you know, when I'm not like not happy with a, a decision they made, I, instead of like reacting negatively, I just like, all right, man, so why'd you do that? 
do you think that was the best move you could have made? You know, and like try and talk to him about it. Not like in a, I'm your friend, it's okay. But I try to help him like process it and help him see like other aspects of it versus, you know, and I don't, I don't know how it was for you. Trailed behind me 12 years, but I know for Jen and I, it was very much, and Jen being my sister, uh, our, our sister, uh, very much, you made a mistake, you know, you were in trouble. Yeah. You know, don't tell dad. Yeah. <laughs> like that, yeah, that, that was, was definitely that was the very mindset. Real. Was, don't tell dad. That was very real. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I still remember, I think I can't remember if it was, who you were, maybe it was Chuck. Um, like mm-hmm. just the bear paw that you'd get from dad when you're trying to run away. Same thing mm-hmm. happened to me countless mm-hmm. times. Um, and its arms Absolutely. felt like they were a hundred feet long. Like I could, no matter how fast I ran, <laughs> could still well, reach were out. like 95 feet long. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he covered 10 feet with every step he took. Yeah. So it was just like, shit, <laughs> like there was no escape. No. Um, yeah, like it was. You knew if you had to ask him for something, it was like always a no. It was always, you know, just always felt everything was just tough with him. And I, you know, I'm not easy on my kids, without question. Like I'm, I'm hard on, and like I'm hard on Jackson, mm-hmm. um, more so than I am with Jocelyn. And Jen has to remind me that all the time. And it's not. You know, it's probably something I'm looking back on and saying, man, I wish I, I wish I wasn't like that. But part of me also is I'm understanding, like, I'm trying to raise him to be a good person and to, to lead and to stick up for people and, you know, not go along with the crowd. And, you know, when he sees one of his friends picking on somebody, like, jump in, man. Like, that's not cool. It's not okay. Right. And it comes across kind of like I'm being a dick to him. You know, when I'm like, would you let somebody do that to you? Right? Would you let somebody do it to your sister? And I'm, I'm, and those are the times when I'm hard on him. Is when he's, when Jocelyn's playing with him and his friends, and they pick on her. Right. Man, do I get hot then? You know, I'm like, dude, she is your sister. She's gonna be with you for the rest of your life. You know, you better take care of her. Yep. You know, and if I ever catch you not. You know, I'm going to take care of you. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> you, you better figure that out. Yeah, that is tough, though, because, like, like, kids, man, when they get in that pack mentality, they can do some dumb shit. I did it. Oh, my God. And, you know, we all do it. Yeah. But it is hard to – that is a point you need to, you know, make clear. Um, mm-hmm. That's tough. And we try. It's hard, but we try. And we see it all the time in our neighborhood. Like these, 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 you know, you've been here. There's just 20 kids running around at all times. And depending on the day, five or six of them decide they're going to gang up on so-and-so. And I, it's hard, right? Because he's eight. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't expect him. I don't expect him to be the punisher out there. You know, he's eight. So it's it's tough. You know, and I'm proud of him when I see it happening and I see him just standing there. Like, that's a that's a small victory. He's not doing exactly what I want, but he's 
he's heading down the right path and not participating. So it's, you know, and I tell him like, good job, man. Um, but yeah, I find myself like being way harder on him than I want to be without like being aggressive about it. Yeah. All right. So, you know, little technical difficulties, but we're back. Um, the joys of hosting a podcast from your basement and learning as you go. Um, but no, so, so yeah, so, you know, you don't want to be the heavy. I get that. Uh, or at least not all the time. What, uh, any other thoughts or, or views on what you want to try to be like as a father or not like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I really hadn't, like I said, I hadn't put a ton of thought into it until yesterday. Um, but I do want to be... Which is wild. I, dude, it's <laughs> it's coming up so fast, and I just keep thinking, like, I got all this time, and it's just, I do not. Um, uh, yeah, no, I want to be somebody that they can come, you know, come to and confide in if they need to, um, which I never yeah. thought I could do with dad. Uh, no, if it was outside of like sports, that was essentially it. Correct. Um, and I didn't really do it with mom either. I mean, to be honest, we just didn't do that kind of stuff. Uh, no. but I want that to be, you know, something that happens when they feel the need or when she feels the need, she has to, or he, you know, if we have any more, you know, um, Hmm. Because I do think it is, and you've mentioned it a ton, you know, you were just getting to that friendship stage when dad passed. Yeah. And I think that would be something that I'm, I'm like really looking forward to that, even though, you know, we haven't even had our daughter yet. She's not due till December. Absolutely. And I'm already looking forward to that, which is wild. <laughs> Isn't it? And it's also, I mean. Just wait till the. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say it's, you know, everybody says don't look too far in the past because they're only young or, you know, they only get to experience first so often. Um, but it's crazy just how fast that, that goes by, I guess. Yeah. And that's a tough thing to know you really only know it until it's gone. Right. Sadly. Um, you know, like you've heard people say that, you know, like don't take that for granted. They're, you know, they're only young once. Um, but man, when they are young, you are in the fucking thick of it. Yeah. You are in the shit. And so it's hard not to think past or it's hard not to think about, Man, I can't wait till this stage is over. Right. Because it's hard. Well, and you guys did two um, pretty close together. I think that's probably our plan, too. Yeah. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want to say get it out of the way, but, you know, if we're going to have to try and just do the diaper stage for one extended period of time instead of, you know, two separate ones. 100%. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously we did that. Um, 
And that was for a reason because like Jackson was easy and we were like, yeah, let's do it again. And I wanted a ton, you know, and then we learned how, how they're not all the same. <laughs> um, and some of them are a little harder than others, which is okay. Um, but yeah, like while you're in it, you might as well be in it. Like it's, it's not getting any easier and it's just another kid and you're dealing with it and, and off you go. But yeah, like you, you definitely do want to try and cherish those moments when you can and how you can and try and find those moments of happiness, uh, of that or, of you know, of that stage of their life. And, you know, everybody's going to do it a different way. You know, I know for me, you know, and Ben said, you know, I, I took a lot of pictures and, you know, right. there's some people who like make fun of that, but you know, if I'm being honest, like there's so much going on at the time, um, and so many like firsts and moments and things that you can just easily forget about for me, you know, and I take all those pictures, I don't post anything. You know what I mean? For me, it's just for me to like be able to look back and remember and just, okay. Yeah. I, I remember that day. I remember that, that trip, whatever it may be, you know, I have a ton of photos from your wedding. Right. And like, <clears throat> which is important that I did that for a ton of reasons, one for them, for you, you know, for, for you guys, when, when, you know, you guys have your kid, they, you know, they'll see their cousins at your wedding and all that stuff. And like, but also like I was, you know, <laughs> I was pretty sober. So like, it's nice to be able to like, look at those and say, oh yeah, that's right. All right. So yeah, man. So like, you know, you had you were mentioning, and hopefully you were mentioning because this is you know take number four. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that you guys had dated for a while, and you know dated for six years and got married and decided, yeah, we're going to start right away. Yeah. So how? I don't know. Finish that thought. Yeah. So we, you know, our plan was to get married and start trying. Um, and yeah, I mean it. It was a long two years, you know. Um, yeah. A lot of questions that took a while to get figured out, and court went through some stuff that, I mean, it was scary at the time, but, you know, in the grand mm-hmm. scheme of things, it was, and everything ended up being just fine. Um, right. But, yeah, it was, it was tough. We're just excited now that we're here and get to do, get yeah. to do this damn thing. Court done all the nesting. Well, no, no, she hasn't. She guys are moving into a fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's gonna be chaotic, man. Moving into a new house, followed by a baby. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm. Be exciting. I'm just glad we have a closing date, and you know, we're moving forward finally. Yeah, but I'm never doing <laughs> this again. Don't ever build a house if you're out there listening. Terrible experience, um, and we probably picked the worst possible time in the history of Earth to build a house in terms of supply chain yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, right, right. Uh, yeah, it's been a journey, but we're you know we can see the finish line. You know, we just got to get there. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, I know I'm excited for you. I know Jackson and Jocelyn are super excited. They're they're pumped. 
you know, to meet their cousin. I'm assuming you guys have ha have names picked out. You don't need to tell me what it is. I don't need to know. Um, but yeah, they're excited to meet their cousin, man. And I know I am too. And I'm super pumped for you guys. So I can't wait for your, for you to, uh, to call me and just be like, dude, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, you know, like those are going to be fun conversations to, to, to help you or try and try and help you as best I can. Yeah. You know, um, at the end of the day, it's your kid, you know, and you're going to have to do what's right for your kid and your family. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, I hope, uh, uh, and I'm excited for I hope it. Ready for those calls? That's one thing you brought up. Like, dad's not here um, anymore, right? So I'm going to be leaning on you <laughs> heavily. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you know, as I've mentioned on this multiple times, I don't know what I'm doing. So hey. I'll give you the best advice yeah. I can. <laughs> That's all right. That works. Um, and you just got to take from from it what you think sounds like a good idea and you know, throw away the other shit and it'll be the same from all from your, from Courtney's sisters, from, you know, your friends that have kids, you name right. it, right. They're all going to throw shit at you. So, you know, everybody does things a little differently and your kids are going to be different and they're going to have its own, their own personality and you know, all that stuff. So yeah, it's, it's exciting, but yeah, you know, Speaking of dad, right, it's something like we've, we've touched on a couple times here, right? Like, obviously, that's a, a thing that, you know, we both went through at different stages in our life. And, um, you know, I I feel like I've, I don't want to say like I have shit on him in this podcast because I'm, I'm not. But, you know, I have issues and I'm I'm aware of that, right? Like, I've got a lot of uh you know issues that i think stem from the lack of a relationship or whatever that may be right that you know i'm i'm working on and and trying to, to trying to get through but you know you you said something earlier that you know i want to circle back to and and talk about but you know like he had a ton of great qualities right and a lot of things that we loved about him you know unequivocally and so like i'll ask you first like what are some of the things you want to take from dad and like implement into your parenting um and or things you just like really admired and like respected and you know loved about him so yeah i'll just kind of open that up to you and let you kind of go and yeah i'll fire away as well um i mean i think like you know we, we talk about how he was a little hard i mean he was hard on us or he was like you know quote unquote the bad guy <clears throat> but we we all turned out pretty good right um i think there's there can be you know parents that you know let their kids do whatever they want and you know all that kind of stuff um and that's a, that can be a really slippery slope um as they get older mm -hmm. uh, and we didn't have that option yeah uh if I think you said it like if I, the thing I was most scared of in high school was getting suspended for drinking. So I didn't do it. Yep. Not for right. like being suspended by the school. I could have cared less about the school. I was terrified right. of what mom and dad were going to say. Um, for sure. Now, did, I don't know. 
I don't, you know, would that have you know, made any difference to, you know, in college or whatever? I don't think so. Um, but I think I turned out okay. Um, and I still had a great time in high school. Uh, Absolutely. And I think part of that was, you know, who I surrounded myself with and all that kind of stuff. But um, I think there does need to be like a an aspect of, I don't want to call it fear. But it was like, I, I respect it now, but at the time I was mm-hmm. scared. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, totally. So I think that, you know, that's definitely one thing that I think I would like to you know, do it. You know, you can raise three kids successfully. That's really hard to do. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and they did it. Um, so like, you, yeah. know, you can't knock many things you know, in the grand scheme of things. So. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, there's this, I I don't remember who's told this joke and I'm sure a thousand people have in the history of time, but right. Like you can, you can raise a rocket scientist and a doctor, but if that third child finds a pole. Right. And strips for a living, you have failed as a parent. Right. And you know, to his credit, and there's a lot of parents out there that 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 do that, right? Like you know, we all, like you said, we all turned out pretty good. Um, you know, we're not rocket scientists, we're not doctors, but we're also contributing members of society. So, you know, he he, you know, I know for me, he definitely instilled like a work ethic and Absolutely. you know, doing things right and like give it your all and all that shit and. You know, I carried that. I care. I still have carried that through through a lot of things. And to your point, like the whole fear thing, and or you know, it was a fear, but all in my, you know, like it's not. Did I make him mad? It was. I don't want to disappoint. Right. Him, right. And that was what it was more for me. Is like I never wanted him to be disappointed in an action I took uh, in my life, whatever that was going to be. Um, and I always thought of that. Like whenever I was making big life choices, you know, like, did I think about it every second of the day? Hell no. You know, like when you're drunk and doing stupid shit with your friends, you're not thinking about that. But, you know, when it came to, you know, the college I chose, the the career path I went down, you know, joining the military, you know, blah, blah, blah. I thought about that every, all the time, you know, like. What, what would dad think? And we had it out a couple times. Like when I got out of the military, he wanted me to go down a path professionally that I just didn't want to do, you know? And yeah. So, you know, like, it's, you know, I don't know where that got cut off. We'll figure it out. But, you know, I just, I, just, I wanted to make him happy and make him proud um, in the decisions I took, you know? Um, And also, dude, that motherfucker was funny. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I don't know if you ever got to see it. Um, but, man, he had the driest sense of humor on the planet. Oh, yeah. And most of mine are, like, sports-related. Because, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you were in the young adulthood, you know, for a while before he passed. I wasn't. I was still in college. Um, right. So I didn't get to, you know, go to a, you know, wedding or something with him and 
see him when he had one too many or, you know, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But man, he did. He, he had, he had the best one liners. Some of them were just awful too. Uh, like, like for sure. He'd go full down. Anybody can guard a pop machine. Like that gets quoted all the time. Uh, in Fairmont, they have it like mm-hmm. written on the back of basketball jerseys uh, <laughs> for the practice, <laughs> which is insane to me. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'll never forget when we were in like maybe eighth or ninth grade, maybe even younger. With this basketball tournament, it was 7 a.m. on a Sunday. We had just driven like two hours to get there. Uh, uh-huh. And there's just college kids in the games, right? Um, they don't want to be there. They don't yeah. care. They're there for their, you know, 20 bucks and a free lunch. Um, and it's a yep. bloodbath out there. Like, we are t- tackling each other. Nobody's calling a foul. Um, finally, Will Hawkins. Shout out to Will. He, he tackled the guy going up for a layup into a brick wall. Ref doesn't blow his whistle. Mm-hmm. Dad goes out in the middle of the court, and he and at this point he's trying to get a technical right. Like you can clearly tell, because he never stood up. So when he stands, right, he's trying to either get a technical or get thrown out of the game. And I don't think he wanted to get thrown out because it was like seventh grade basketball. Yep. But um, <laughs> he gets out in the middle of the court and he's just giving this guy an earful, and finally gives him a T. And he turns around, and it's 7 a.m. There's nobody in the gym. People are having their coffee yet, right? Turns around with this 20-year-old kid and just screams at him. That's the best fucking call you've made all day. (laughs) Gets another one, gets tossed for the tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he was mad that the ref didn't call a foul on his team. Like, right. That's how agreed. That's like how, how like over the top he went. Like that's how bad the refs were. <laughs> but yeah. Then, like he was like somebody has to do something, yeah. and nobody's clearly doing anything. So I'm going to step in here and make it make sure everyone in this yep. gym, which has like eight courts, knows what's happening over here. So maybe somebody will come talk to these kids who are refing. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I could go on for hours, and maybe we'll do that. You know, next time we next time we hop on, um, just tell the hilarious basketball coaching, you know, stories of him coaching basketball because I have a hundred stories of that. You know, God, just you know, breaking a bench, oh, yeah. getting kicked out of games, yelling at us in locker rooms, like the, the stories are endless and you know filled with like you said filled just filled with one-liners and and whatnot but yeah he yeah he was just a funny dude like once he was comfortable you know what i mean and i think like like you said like i got to see a little bit more of that and i you know i think that was probably because he knew in a sense like his job was done Mm -hmm. you know uh he had raised me at that point and you know, I was off doing my thing, and when I came home, you know, it was he didn't have to parent me, right, all the time anymore. And so we got to just talk about other shit, and you know, we'd fight about things sometimes. You know, whether it was politically or professionally or whatever it may be, but 
you know, he was, he, he wasn't afraid to like dish him no. out, you know, and <laughs> I, I will admit I was afraid to dish them yeah. back to him sometimes <laughs> when he'd start like ripping on you, <laughs> even as a grown man, knowing full well, like I could, I could do damage, but like, I wasn't prepared to, to go down that path of them. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Um, but yeah, I mean, all right, man. So that was, you know, I don't even remember the original question. It was, you know, what are the things I admired about him? That was, you know, his work ethic and all that kind of stuff. But I also think it speaks volumes to like, I mean, this doesn't necessarily have to do like with what I would do with my kids, but like the, how involved he was in the community and like being fatherly figure to sure. so many of my friends is an extremely yeah. redeeming quality. And I'm sure he was the same for yours um, and Jen's, but like, and I'm very I'm sure it's the same for you. Like you get with Nick and Chuck and TZ and all those guys, right? And they all have a hundred stories about dad. And it's the mm-hmm. same with mine. Like at the end of the day, any of those guys knew that if they messed up and they called, you know, the house phone and he picked up, he would have dropped everything he was doing, no matter what time of day or middle of the night and helped them. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it showed at his funeral. Like there was not an empty seat in the house and not a dry eye in there. Like it was right. I had never seen a funeral that big at that point in my life for sure. someone that I knew, like you see, you know, some celebrity or whatever. Um, right. But that's not, you know, real life to me. Um, and like people just came out of the woodwork to tell a story or, you know, write a email or a Facebook message like that. I hadn't heard from in years um, about how yeah. he impacted them. Um, which I didn't, I mean, I knew it was happening, but you don't like realize it's happening as you're growing up with it, which is really cool. No, I mean, yeah. And I, there were, as you mentioned, like there were a bunch of those. And one of those that sticks out to me is like my, our cousin Spielman, Mm -hmm. you know, Brian, you probably, you know, you don't know him well i I know i've got to know him more as we've gotten older you know but growing up he was you know he was kind of a badass in the in fairmont right and you know had a bit of an attitude and you know when dad passed away like he you know he approached and approached us and he just told the story of like how dad like took him under his wing when he was in 10th grade as a basketball player and like helped him develop as a basketball player and a human, you know, and I didn't really know those stories, right? You know, when we moved to Fairmont, dad was so, I don't want to say bogged down, but just he was working so hard to build his business. Mm -hmm that you know he didn't he didn't have time for that and he eventually got to start to give back like after i had graduated and when you were 
growing up, right? Like he had become, he'd gotten more comfortable uh, in his in in his profession and, w- and with his business, and you know was able to start to give back, which I know he always wanted to do. Like he always wanted to do that stuff, and you know that's why he coached. Right. No one coaches for fun. No. You know, like if he wanted to pursue that as a profession, he could have out of college. You know, when when you're you know. Uh, an all-American at, you know, a a really good school and, you know, like you have opportunities in front of you there if that's what you want to do. He didn't want to do that. You know, he wanted to do it at that level to give back. And he got to start to do that more and more and more, you know, especially with your, your friends and, you know, at that time in his life. So it, it was really awesome to hear all those stories from people, even though in the moment I didn't want to hear them. Correct. Right. Correct. As weird as that is, like at the time, I I didn't want to hear it. Um, you know, you j- I just wanted him to be there, and he was gone. So I, it was, you know, rude of me, whatever you want to call it. But um, I just didn't want to hear him. And you know, I'm glad that you know, like you said, people were able to to post them or show up and and talk to us, you know, after the fact and share those things with us because. Yeah, that really was the guy he was, right? right? Like, you know, and I and I think that he's done that with us. I I don't know about you, um, but I know all my friends know if they need help, they can call. Mm-hmm. You know for what sure. I mean? Like, and I'm always going to be there for them. You know, I'll go running out of the door and run into their burning house to help them if I if I have to. Right. Um, like you say it, and you say you know. I'd kill for some carries a little more weight coming from you, but I would do the same. <laughs> right. No, I mean, but, but that's the truth, right. right? Like, you know, like we're family. We didn't get to choose that, you know, um, I'm glad we're family, you know, and I love my family that, that I have, but same. Like, back at you. I really do look at like my group of close. <laughs> Thank <welcome>. you. <laughs> um, you know, but I do look at like my close friends as like that's the family you get to choose, and you know you're you're in that as well, right? But like the, those your friends, those are the people that you've chosen to surround yourself with in life, and like those guys are are my family, and you know I'd do anything for it. You know what I mean? And and they know that, and I haven't had the opportunity to do that for a lot of them yet. You know, I will as time goes on in certain stages of the lives. You know, we all will. Um, but yeah, like that was, those were awesome stories to hear. And this is just rambling uh, at this point because we're talking about dad. And I don't know about you. We're doing our best not to break down here thinking about it. Yeah. But yeah, you know, yeah, he's a funny dude. He was smart as hell. I learned, I realized that later on trying to like change subjects here a little bit, but he was smart as fuck. Like he never gave me bad advice. <laughs> I don't know about you. Well, and I think that, you know, again, this is where like the age difference comes up. Like <clears throat> I wasn't asking for, you know, advice on, you know, relationships or, you know, what major I should choose, even though I was at that point. I never did but, either. Like, you never did either. Hell no. I didn't ask him questions about relationships. No, but like, you know, I'm just thinking like I never got to the point where I, I wasn't 
you know, old, you know, old enough or mature enough, call whatever you want, um, to get to that point where I needed to ask any, like, you know, real, but I didn't have kids, you know, I'm just having our first, like we're just having our first, like, but I think the backbone that he instilled in us could carry its, you know, carry its weight against anybody. Um, Mm -hmm. which at the end of the day, I think, you know, matters the most, obviously we'd love to have him. I'd love to have him here and love for him to meet, you know, not only my daughter, but Jocelyn and, you know, and the other future kids. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, we'll be able to pass along a lot that we'll live on far longer than, you know, he was here for. Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just sharing those stories with them and letting them know, you know, and that's part of what this is, right? Is, you know, giving them an opportunity to hear us talking about that stuff. Um, in the event, we never sit there and tell them about the time he cursed out a, a ref at a seventh grade basketball game. All right. Well, I don't know how much of that's going to come through. Um, but it's a good conversation and, you know, you know, whatever I can save, I'll save, uh, and we'll, um, we'll, we'll pull, we'll put it up, but you know, if, if it doesn't, you know, we'll, we'll definitely, Justin, you're going to get back on here. We'll, we'll have a whole fricking episode, just of fucking rod stories <laughs> from basketball and, you know, you name it, right. Just raising us. They were. There were many, so yeah, you yeah. know, it's it's too bad you live in Sioux Falls where the internet is still dial up, but you know, this is a struggle you have to contend with every day. So we try and dispel this rumor that we're, you know, part of the twenty twenty first century and we just can't we just can't quite get there. Someday. <laughs> Someday you'll you guys will have internet and we're all looking forward to it. Cause this has been an ongoing issue for you for like two years. But yeah, no, um, Dude, uh, it means the world to me that you that you hopped on and you know you 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 talked about you know some of the struggles that you've been through you know with trying to have a baby. So you know I appreciate that more than anything. Obviously, appreciate the hell out of you. You're my brother. Love you. Um, look forward to doing this again in the future. You know, and uh, kind of looking back and talking a little bit about you know what you thought you were going to be like as a parent, and then uh, what it's like <laughs> as a parent. Cause that's coming. Yeah. Coming fast. Yeah. I mean, I'm thanks for having me on. It's, you know, hopefully, hopefully some of that stuff came through, but if it doesn't, we'll do it again. Hell yeah. Um, I'm proud of you. I know you've been, you've had this itch for a long time and, you know, in terms of some type of format, um, hope, I mean, I'm hoping this one, you know, takes off, but, um, you know, even if it doesn't, I mean, I'm still proud of you for taking the leap. So love you, brother. Uh, Appreciate it, dude. Me. Appreciate it, man. Um, and everybody else, you know, Justin, you, you're on social media. You can share this shit. Uh, yeah, like, share, subscribe, download, uh, send letters, send a pigeon or a stork. I don't know. Whatever you got to do. Uh, let people know uh, if they think if you think they might be able to benefit from this in some way. Otherwise, you know, keep on listening. I appreciate the hell out of it. Um, yeah, and until next time, everybody be good. Thank you.